This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Warner Thomas, President and CEO of Oxner Health. Warner, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Hey, Laura, thank you. It's great to be with you. Now, before we dive into our questions, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Oxner as well? Sure. I'm, I'm the president and CEO of Auctioner Health. I've been at Auctioner since uh, 1998. I have been the, the uh, CEO since uh, September 2012. Prior to that, I was the president and chief operating officer of the system. Um, I actually grew up in a, in a small town in Vermont, um, uh, called, a little town called Brattleboro, about 10,000 people. So Auctioner is a lot bigger than my hometown. Um, did my undergrad schooling in, in New Hampshire at Southern New Hampshire University and got a master's degree at Boston University and, and then uh, worked at Ernst & Young and then transitioned to healthcare and moved to Auctioner in 1998. Um, you know, Auctioner Health is the largest um, academic not-for-profit health system in the Gulf South, um, uh, founded in 1942, so this is our 80th anniversary. Uh, the organization was founded as a group practice by you know, five surgeons, and the namesake uh, is Al Nochner, who was a cardiothoracic surgeon. He, um, he really helped bring the organization to national fame back in the, the 40s and 50s and, and 60s, and was the first, um, first person to indicate that there was a link between smoking and lung cancer, and that was uh, one, of the, one of the famous things he did uh, for the organization. Uh, but Auctioner has continued to grow and expand since then. You know, today we have, uh, you know, 40 managed, uh, owned, and affiliated hospitals. We have 2,300 employed physicians, over 4,000 physicians in our clinical, uh, clinically integrated network. Uh, we also uh, we employ about 35,000 people and really cover all of Louisiana, and we have um, uh, sites and a system that will be joining us in Mississippi. Um, and last year we saw over a million people, unique people came through Auctioner and people from every state and 75 countries. So uh, certainly have a, a large history here in the Gulf South and have expanded a lot in the past decade and look to do more in the future. Absolutely. Wow. That's really impressive. And when you think of how the system has gained national um, recognition and importance, what did you really do along that journey, um, you know, to raise yourself to a level where you're at today? Well, I really think it starts with the, the founding of the organization back in the 40s and the, the clinical expertise and capability that uh, was brought by, you know, Al Nochner and, and the founders and then continued with uh, expansion and growth of the clinic in the you know 50s, 60s, and 70s, so I think Auctioner has always been known uh, nationally for its clinical reputation and its clinical capability. One of the largest and most storied group practices in the country. Um, really was a was a huge international destination for decades. Um, that's that's changed a little bit since uh, the airport traffic has kind of changed to kind of go through more. Um, Dallas, um, Dallas, Atlanta, Miami, et cetera. But I, I think that's really been the historical piece. I think in the past couple of decades, you know, we've continued to build a national reputation from a clinical perspective and with our centers of excellence in cancer, cardiology, transplant, neurosciences, um, orthopedics, et cetera. But, but also our capability in 
you know, population health and our ability to manage risk, we uh, are really a leader in that area and, uh, and have been in uh, global capitation risk contracts for, you know, two to three decades. I think I've really built a, a, a key capability in that area that, that certainly is paying dividends today. We've also been known, you know, certainly in the past, you know, five to eight years for our digital platforms and our digital capabilities. We built a new company called Innovation Auctioner seven years ago. Uh, that company has spun out, you know, several capabilities, including chronic disease management tools and hypertension and diabetes. Uh, we're, we're now in beta on a connected home and connected stability product, which will allow us to connect with seniors in the home and also patients that have a high incidence of fall risk. Um, and, you know, we continue to look at new and different innovations in that area. So I think our digital capabilities have really continued to build our national reputation. And, and finally, you know, really this region, and I think Auctioner has been the go-to place in the Gulf South for decades, and, and that has really helped us to continue to build a regional and national reputation as well. Got it. Wow, that, that definitely is impressive to see. And, you know, when you think about the system, what are three or four key points of pride? I know you talked about some of your centers of excellence and what else do you really um, see the system being known for? Yeah, I would say that, you know, we're proud of, you know, our focus on our values and our patients first culture. You know, we like to think about it as, as patients first, people always. So, Obviously, without all of our great team members, we could not take care of patients. Uh, but you know, our values around patients first, compassion, integrity, inclusivity, excellence, and teamwork are values we've lived with for you know decades. But uh, we've we basically have re-energized those uh, over the past year as our system has grown and and gotten larger and much more regional we went through a process to realign our core values so that's something that um we're very proud of and been working on over the past year uh, we've built a, a core capability in developing partnerships um, partnerships with organizations like st tammany health system slidell memorial hospital um, also have a partnership with uh, lsu health and shreveport and monroe that our ability to collaborate, bring capabilities and skill and scale to other organizations, I think is a, is a key thing that we are, we are known for. You know, I, I mentioned earlier our digital capabilities. We find that lots of organizations want to come and see what we've done in the digital area and also want to have access to our tools. So we, um, we're very proud of the work done there. And once again, that's an area that we continue to invest in significantly and continue to grow and develop. And a final one that I would uh, highlight is, you know, going into 2020, you know, our board really challenged itself to think about over the next decade, what do we want to accomplish at Auctioner? And, you know, the, the health rankings in Louisiana have been, uh, you know, frankly, uh, you know, pretty poor uh, for the past couple of decades. And our board was like, you know, we need to take a leadership role to try to move the health rankings from 49th or 50th to 40th and take on some of these uh, major uh, health equity initiatives in the region, take on better management of chronic disease, uh, try to be a catalyst to get business and industry, um, government, 
and community organizations to come together to improve um, the health status of the region. And we've also built a great partnership with, with Xavier University to create the Auctioner Xavier Institute for Health Equity and Research. So these, these initiatives uh, are, are really important. We're very proud of them. And that's on top of the work we're doing around expanding and growing our primary care capabilities, expanding our centers of excellence. But those are some of the other things we think about that we have a lot of pride in and certainly have been you know, critical to our success uh, over the past uh, you know, several years. Can you discuss Auctioner's leadership program? Certainly, I, I do think our leadership institute that we built you know, really almost 20 years ago has been a source of our success as an organization. Um, you know, lots of times, you know, uh, folks look at Oxford and they say, you know, how did you get through Hurricane Katrina or how did you deal with Hurricane Ida in 2021 while you were going through a pandemic? And I point to simply our leadership, our physician leaders, our administrative leaders, they're the ones that make it happen every day. Their ability to deal with ambiguity and to be agile and to stay optimistic and to make great decisions during very difficult times has really helped to position Auctioner um, uh, in, a, in a strong position and continue to build us as a, as a leadership organization. Um, we built our Leadership Institute, you know, as I said, a couple of decades ago and really have focused and evolved it over the, certainly the past five or six years, we've evolved it to uh, create more capabilities around leadership development, coaching, you know, how to, how to manage and deal with adversity, how to manage in, you know, with situations that are ambiguous and, and in constant change, um, how to be focused on self-development and be a self-learner, and, and really most importantly, how do you make your team better? How do you build talent in your own organization? How do you continue to, um, you know, build capability and skill uh, as a leader in the organization. And, you know, our leaders all take uh, 40 hours of professional development education a year. Uh, we have a, a very significant mentorship program available uh, across our organization. I do think these are fundamentals and building blocks that have made Auctioner the organization that it is today. Got it. Absolutely. It sounds like, you know, just a fantastic place for people to start their careers and really grow professionally, as well as come in and be a part of the health system success. Um, have you gotten good feedback on the leadership development program? We, we really have. And, you know, we, we also have an extremely robust um, uh, fellowship program that, you know, initially when I got here at Oxford in, in 98 was focused on what I would consider operational fellows, folks that wanted to go into operations and spend their career there, but we have evolved our fellowship program to have various tracks in nursing and operations and finance and HR and supply chain. So we, uh, pharmacy is another area. So we've gotten a lot of great feedback on our fellowship. And I think if you talk to any leaders that are in our organization uh, or, or frankly, who have left our organization and gotten great opportunities to grow in advance outside of Auctioner, they would point to our investment in people, our investment in leadership as being a hallmark of, of the organization and something we pride ourselves on. Fantastic. Well, before we wrap up our conversation here, I have one more question. What are you most focused on and excited about this year? Well, most, those might be two different things, but I would say uh, 
most focused on is, is is certainly all the workforce issues and and you know this is uh, I think an unprecedented time around workforce challenges and we've got a, a spent a lot of time and energy on engagement connecting with our our people across our organization um, continuing to increase and enhance communication um, just creating more connectivity in everything we do uh, with with our workforce, whether they be remote or whether they be our clinicians that are on site. Um, so that's a that's a huge focus for us. You know, as I mentioned earlier, it's our 80th anniversary, so we have several events planned for the year for our 80th anniversary. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Um, we're making big strides in Mississippi. Um, Rush Health System will complete its combination with us. Uh, sometime around August, we'll have that that uh, organization officially join us. So we'll have a major presence in the the uh, Meridian Mississippi region. Uh, we we have a couple of very large projects coming online in Lafayette, Louisiana, at Auction of Lafayette General Medical Center, and I think that's really going to you know change the the face and and approach to healthcare in in that region of the state. Um, and certainly we are. Um, we're excited, hopefully, to get back to a, a more steady state and, and continue to work our way through the COVID pandemic surges that we've all gone through and that have been so challenging for all of us. But uh, look forward to getting you know, more, more of our education back um, in person, uh, some of our leadership meetings and the connectivity we have with our leaders, get them back in person and just continue to enhance um, our communication and development there. But it's it's an exciting time to be in healthcare. It's it's a challenging time, but it's certainly exciting. I think the change we're going to see in the next five years around digital involvement, new models of primary care, um, certainly uh, uh, new entrants and new competitors in our market, and just the the diversification of health systems. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch, and it certainly is an exciting time to be in healthcare. Warner, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fascinating discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thank you very much. It's uh, great to have the opportunity, and appreciate uh, appreciate you chatting with me today.